Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Bonner. Hello and welcome, Empire Builders. I'm your host, Kimberly Bonner. And this is the first episode of the Business Scale Insights FM and AM radio show. And I'm so elated and excited uh, that what is currently a podcast I can share with the FM, AM radio and online audience. So this show, Business Scale Insights, what is it about, Kim? It is all about helping entrepreneurs move from startup to scale up. And honestly, that should really be the tagline of the show, moving entrepreneurs from a startup culture to a scale-up culture. Let me explain. Ever since about the late 90s, if you can remember, if some of you were born back then, to the early 2000s, there has been so much information about starting a business, starting a business, starting a business. Everybody's talking about the art of the start. And everywhere you look, there are entrepreneurial books and ebooks and podcasts and online courses and conferences and workshops and meetups and networking events and everything in between has been focused on you getting you to start a business. Everyone wants to start a business for the past 20 years. That's what we've been talking about. But folks, after you start, then what? It's like having a baby and then everyone's saying goodbye, good luck for the next 18 years. Birthing a child and a business is so hard. It's really hard. And God knows it's we need all the help we can get just to give birth to anything, right? But honey, once you get that child or business to maturity, getting that child to business and maturity without catastrophe takes a lot of help and a lot of wisdom. And that's just real talk, folks. All this startup information and resources that have been created in the past 20 years has developed what I like to call a startup culture in the United States and more importantly around the world. It's really amazing the sea change at the culture. When I was in high school and when I was in college, and no, I'm not telling you the year because you're not going to date me and you're not going to know my age. But when I was in high school and college back in the day, and I'm sure there's so many people that can relate to this, Entrepreneurship and self-employment was frowned upon. I'm sorry. You were encouraged to go to school and get a good job. And if your family was anything like my family, let me tell you, there was so much pressure for you to go to school, get good grades, get a good job with benefits. And I felt like I was told that from the womb practically. And honestly, part of that was due to the cost of starting a new business in the 20th century was really high. I mean, it was really costly to start a business in nineteen in the 1950s, 1940s, 1960s, 1970s, 80s, and 90s. But the World Wide Web and the Internet has changed all of that. And this is the good news that I'd like to share with the world. It's never been easier to start a business. Let that sink in. It's just never been easier to start one. You know, think about it. Just think about it. You don't need to purchase traditional office space. 
marketing is more accessible via the web and social media. And heck, you can hire freelancers from all over the world. You can get freelancers here. You can get freelancers in India. You can get freelancers in China, the Philippines. The list goes on and on. So here's the problem, folks. Although it's been easier to start a business than ever before, the competition has never been more fierce. The competition is not only national, but it's absolutely international. So you don't have to worry just about the competition around the block or back in the day, you might have to worry about the competition if you were in, let's say, Broward County or Dade County, you'd have to worry about the competition within the same county or in the same state. But now, oh my gosh, you have to worry about competition from all over the world. So what does that mean? That translates into high mortality rates for startups. So the mortality rate for a startup ranges anywhere from 80% to 90%. With a vast majority of startups not making it, to see their fifth birthday. Can you believe it? So that's what I see in the marketplace all the time. There's all this activity. Everybody wants to give birth to their businesses. And I think that's wonderful. That's terrific. We're starting businesses like crazy. That's a great thing. Um, We need to thank early pioneers in startup culture in Silicon Valley for helping us really do that. They were incredibly helpful in helping me and so many other people start businesses. The problem is we've got to move beyond that. And so when you listen to traditional radio programming, a lot of it, and I mean a lot of it, has been geared towards money management, wealth management, investment, not a whole lot towards entrepreneurship, and certainly not a whole lot towards scaling your business. This broadcast is really all about changing that. Business Scale Insights is really on a mission to kind of change the dynamic in traditional radio programming and even podcasting for that matter. We want to democratize access to entrepreneurial education and really scale up education so that everyone can access it, whether it's in the car, on the way to work, to school, online, the gym, or at your home. So beyond just democratizing access to entrepreneurial information and getting you started, this show is all about increasing the likelihood that your startup will live and that your startup will not only live, your startup will live to scale if, if you desire to scale. So we talked about a little bit earlier about, okay, 80 to 90% of startups fail. But believe it or not, the statistics get like, you know, they're, they're not that great for scale-ups. So let's say you make it past the five-year mark. Let's say you live to be a five-year-old business. Congratulations. That's wonderful. But this is the problem. So many people fail to pivot to scale, and they really want to, but they just don't know how. This is the statistic that I want to leave you with before we go to the break. 70% of scale-ups fail. 
let that sink in. So if 80 to 90% of startups fail, 70% of scale-ups fail. Business Scale Insights and the Business Scale Insights Network is all about changing those statistics. We want to help develop a scale-up ecosystem that is a culture that helps improve those statistics. 80 to 90% of startups shouldn't be failing, and 70% of scale-ups shouldn't be failing. What you're doing and the businesses that are being produced by entrepreneurs and small business people all over this country and all over the world, you're bringing value to people. And unfortunately, sometimes it's because of ignorance, because you don't have the right resources, you're not moving to scale and you're not moving in the right direction. When we come back from this next break, I'm going to talk about exactly why it's important to scale and what exactly is scale. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you already have a proven business model but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. And we are back. This is Business Skill Insights with Kimberly Bonner. And just to recap, uh, this radio show and podcast is all about helping improve the statistics for businesses right now that are in startup mode or that are startups and want to scale. And before the break, I talked about these horrible statistics. And the first statistic is that 80 to 90% of startups fail. That just sucks. I'm sorry, 80 80 to 90 percent. That's like a vast majority of of businesses. They never get to see five years. Now, there's some skeptics out there that might be like, oh, Kim, that's because they were horrible and they should. That's not true. There's some people who have great products and great services, but they just didn't have the equipment or they didn't have the resources or the knowledge, the know-how, you know, and they weren't able to get market penetration. Just because you fail doesn't mean you have a horrible product or service. It's probably because you didn't have the expertise, the know-how, the resources to get the market penetration so that people actually know about, you know, your business. Uh, It's laughable, this idea that the best quality whatever is the greatest um, in the market. There are people that cook very well and they have great restaurants and they make you know, great pizza or they make great hamburgers or they make great chicken and they're never they're never going to be national chains or international chains. And it's not because they don't produce a great product and they don't have great customer service. Um, This idea that the best product and the best service always wins is just not true. And you know that in your own life, you know, you've gone to a restaurant, you thought this thing should be 
you know, international. This is the best cake I've ever tasted. This is the best ice cream I've ever tasted. And you, you, they have one location and they're barely making it. It's not because people don't have great services and great products that they don't succeed. I've seen that too much in my life. I saw that as a little kid. Great people, great entrepreneurs, great products, great services, but they can't get it off the ground. And that's not because they're not producing great products. So we need to just take that lie and we need to expose that myth and we need to just kill it. There is a myth out there that startups fail because they need to fail. No, there are a lot of startups that fail because the people don't have the resources to figure it out. Not because they're putting out something bad or something that the market doesn't want. Okay? Number one. Number two, 70% of scallops fail. It's the same rationale. Just because 70% of scallops fail doesn't mean they all should fail. And so this, this show is all about working to change those numbers. Now, there's a lot of data out there. A lot of you guys might be thinking, Kim, why should I give a rip about this? Really, why? Why? You know, I'm happy, let's say, with my micro-entrepreneurial enterprise. I'm happy with just having five people working for me. I don't care. I don't need to be global. Okay, good for you. Clap. Good for you. I'm happy. If you were in that place and you were in your sweet spot and you love the fact that only you're the only one working for your business or you've got five people working for you and no more and you are in your sweet, and you just want to retire and walk off into the sunset or put your kids through college and you're happy, you know what? Then you won. To paraphrase Gary V, you won. Great. <laughs> Kudos, hooray for you. Um, but there are a lot of other people out there who recognize that they are limited in their impact if they only have one employee or five employees. And quite frankly, the data supports them. So if you look at the research, the research suggests that businesses that scale well have the biggest impact in our lives and our societies. And that's not really, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. Okay, let's take Apple. Apple has scaled very well, and they've produced these wonderful little devices called smartphones, the iPhone, and it's changed our lives. And the whole app ecosystem has completely changed the way we do business, the way we play, the way we interact. That is a massive high-impact business. That couldn't have happened with just Steve Jobs and Wozniak sitting in a room, you know, still in their garage or whatever, um, just sitting in a room in California. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't have these businesses that have impacted our lives. You think about Microsoft, you think about Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, you know, they did some great work. They scaled very well, you know, particularly in the 80s. And this is the thing, they flipped the whole game of philanthropy and now they've got the Bill and Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation and they flipped the whole giving game. And they've made tremendous impacts, not just in business, but in giving. They've changed the whole game. Why am I saying this? I'm saying that because if you want to make a high impact, if you desire more than just us for no more kind of a business, and you want to have a high impact, then you're going to have to consider scaling at some point because the data just does not support the idea that you're just going to be just you having this great business by yourself with five of your closest friends 
and you're just going to change the world. You're going to need people. And not only are you going to need people, you're going to need customers and you're going to need clients that are loyal to you, that um, love your brand, that love the work, that love the food that you produce, that love the service, love love the music, that whatever it is that you do, you're going to need people. And it's going to take more than four. It's going to take more than you. It's going to take more than 10. You know, you're going to have to do some dimension of scaling if you want a high impact business. So during the course of this radio show and this podcast, we're going to talk about what's the difference between growth and scale. Because honestly, I, I, I get that all the time. People ask me, Kim, I want to scale my business. I want to scale. I want to scale. And half the time, uh, folks, people don't even know what they're talking about. So we're going to talk about what is scale on, on this show. What is growth? The difference between those two concepts and why that's really important. Uh, During this show, we're going to have great interviews with entrepreneurs and experts that are in the trenches just like you. We're going to talk about great subjects like marketing and branding and sales and business culture and staffing and human resources. We're going to always talk about innovation because that's one of the keys, in my opinion, to great businesses financial experts. We're going to go into the weeds and talk about crazy things like intellectual property. And that's like my sweet spot, IP licensing, franchising. We're going to talk about space, commercial real estate, digital transformation, and on and on and on. Because the topic of business scale is really, it's hard to exhaust. It's really, really rich. So those are the kinds of topics that we are going to talk about. And in particular, we're going to talk about each of those topics as it relates to scale. You know, the title of the show is Business Scale Insights. It stands to reason that scale is going to be a really big theme on this show. So every time we talk, we're going to talk about scaling marketing, scaling branding, scaling sales, scaling staffing, scaling innovation, Um, scaling your commercial real estate footprint, and on and on and on. So that gives you a little bit of insight into what where we're going to go on this show. Uh, We're going to have a quick break. And then when we get back, I'm going to talk in detail about exactly what is the difference between growth and scale. It's a new day for business owners and entrepreneurs as Washington, D.C.-based New Day Consulting Systems is proud to announce their new location in South Florida. To celebrate, you're invited to their Launch Celebration and Franchising 101 Seminar on Saturday, July 28th from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Northwest Regional Library in Coral Springs. All registered attendees will be entered to win $1,500 in free consulting services as a thank you to all who've welcomed New Day to the area. Please register at the website, NewDayConsultingSystems.com, and join us on July 28th to celebrate and see how to make every new day a great day for your business. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. For those of you who are absolutely just tuning in, 
This is the Business Scale Insights uh, radio show. My name is Kimberly Bonner, and as the title of the show indicates, this show is all about everything related to scaling your business. This is the theme. So I hope to provide resources to small business owners to increase the likelihood of their success, of their endeavors. As I mentioned before the break, I I hear so many entrepreneurs and so many business owners are always asking me, Kim, help me to scale. Kim, I want to scale. Kim, I really want to scale my business. And honestly, nine times out of 10, that business owner has absolutely no clue what scale means. They interchange the words growth and scale. And darlings, both concepts are light years apart. And as a business owner, you need to get crystal clear on where you want to go with your business. Do you want to go on the path of growth? Or do you want to go on the path of scale? Or do you have absolutely no freaking idea what you want to do? You just may be in survival mode right now. And I completely understand. But this is the problem, loves. If you do not plan for scale or growth, it probably will not happen. And just think about it. If you don't plan to lose weight, it probably will not happen. If you don't plan a home improvement project, it probably will not happen. If you don't plan to save or invest your money, it probably will not happen. And so the same principle applies to how and in what way you want to grow or scale your business. Scale, darlings, does not occur automatically or by accident. You never hear someone say, you know what? We made our widgets and voila, in three years we scaled. We're a global company. We're a resounding success. And we are still in business 20 years later. Folks, you never hear that, okay? And there's a reason. This never happens. Scale is deliberate, it's planned, and it's methodically pursued. Now, I know there are naysayers out there. Oh, Kimberly, that's not true. I just saw this business in Forbes magazine or Entrepreneur magazine, and they got like a bazillion customers overnight, and they're like an overnight sensation. That might be true, but notice I said scale successfully. Just because you blow up as far as market desire, the market finds out about you and you're just viral, doesn't mean you're successfully scaling. Doesn't mean you're meeting your customer demands on time and well and with excellence. Doesn't mean you have the human resources that you need. Doesn't mean you have the company. I'm talking about successfully scaling. There's a difference between going viral and being able to meet market demand. And a lot of people and a lot of businesses conflate the two. So you don't just wake up like Beyonce and say, I woke up like this, you know, when it comes to business scale. And even Beyonce is not an overnight success. She's been doing what she's been doing since she was a kid. And this was planned for. You know, people don't like to talk about it, but Beyonce was planned by her mother and father, her career. And later on, she took it to the next level. So this idea that you can just wake up and become an overnight sensation and have longevity is delusional. Okay, so let's go back to the first order question. What's the difference between growth and scale? Growth is about addition, right, and not multiplication. 
So if I'm growing a business, I'm adding resources at the same exact time I'm adding revenue, okay? So I bring one client on, a new client, and to service that client, I bring on one or two new people. That's growth, okay? So you have additional revenue. At the same time, you have additional costs. Costs you the same amount of money to actually bring on that client. Now, scale is about multiplication. Scale is about 10xing your business, 20xing your business, uh, 100xing your business. Scale is about adding revenue at an exponential rate, right, while only adding resources incrementally. So you 10x your revenue while you're only 1 to 2x your staffing requirements. So although technology is definitely necessary to scale, and a lot of big companies are using the web and different things to scale, you don't have to necessarily be a technology company to scale. Over the course of the show, I will show you tips and tricks to how to get you to scale well. Remember, growth is about addition. Scale is about multiplication. Please visit the website businessskillinsightsnetwork.com to get access to the archives of this show and to get more information about the difference between growing and scaling your business. Join us every week at this same station and let's scale together. Here's to your success. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Bonner with Business Scale Insights.